It's the rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour et bonsoir, c'est Simon. I'm in a particularly good mood tonight because earlier today I saw the baby geese with their parents. I'm going to post a video of that um, tomorrow probably, but you can check it out at one of radio. And I said that I know it has nothing to do with relationship except except that spring is the season of love, as we know, <laughs> for animals, but also for us in a way. And after your pandemic, I looked at that sign of life with great pleasure. And I think it's poetic. So I, I do live in the Midwest, in the wilderness, and I see animals that I love. And when I saw about, I don't know, you'll see 10, 12 little, little tiny baby geese with their two parents, just made me really happy. So now back to you and to uh, relationship questions. You call the next. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Katia. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Katia. What's going on tonight? How can I help you? I wanted to ask you about, I um, had this really sweet chemistry with a man and we were exchanging these messages and he was complimenting me and I felt so much polarity. And then there's a point where I started feeling like he liked me too much. And now suddenly I'm, I feel kind of disgusted and not interested. And I'm just wondering what that's about because I've completely <laughs> lost interest when I was so excited. Um, but all of that without ever meeting him physically. Yeah. Yeah. So here's the problem of this virtual reality we live in, especially during pandemic, is that you know that he's never met you in person. When somebody suddenly starts to be over-affectionate without ever, ever meeting somebody, there's a side of you who goes, not real, it's not about me, because you, you don't feel the same. So... The intrigue is normal, the excitement is normal, but if the person starts to be all lovey-dovey or all just too much romantic without having met you once, yeah, then your intuition goes, this is not so much about me, it's him being lonely and feeling, you know, uh, uh, the loneliness. I think that's what happened. Yeah, yeah, and having an idealized idea of me that doesn't, like you're saying, doesn't have anything to do with me. None, exactly. And once he or she does that, in the case of you, it's he, but then you discuss it because your intuition, your subconscious goes, wait a minute, this is not about me anymore. It's about you and, and you've never met me like this. So then once that happened, you're out. So I don't, I don't think it's a bad reaction. I think it's a normal reaction. Anybody who goes lovey-dovey without meeting in person and knowing the person is not talking to you. He's talking to a vision of you that he created that's just not normal. Yeah, kind of an infatuation. Yep. Um, yeah, that really resonates because I, a part of me was wondering if I uh, was not being open to love and kind of pushing the vulnerability away. But I think I think you're right. Now, you listen. When it comes to love, it comes to to your relationship. Your intuition is your guide. You should never yeah. force yourself. Don't question yourself. You go with your intuition. The minute mm. it rings red flag, stop walking. Mm. Mm. Okay? Merci. Merci beaucoup, Katia, et bonne soirée à toi. Et à toi aussi. 
Coming up, we're going to answer Priyanka Twitter DM because she works in a store where there's a cute guy and now she has a question about it. That's next. So Priyanka sent me this interesting Twitter DM question at one of radio. She goes, Bonjour, Simon. I work in a store and there's this cute guy that comes in every week and we chat and flirt, but he hasn't asked for my phone number yet. So should I give him mine first? Please advise. Hmm. I'll answer that next. What should you do if wherever you work, there's somebody that you find very cute, uh, you chat together, flirt a little, but that person has not asked you for your phone number. In the case of Priyanka, that guy that comes to her store, she likes him, they chat, they flirt, he hasn't asked for a phone number, should she give hers to him? That's the question. I say absolutely not. Because if he hasn't asked for your phone number, there's two possibilities. A, he's already in a relationship and he's a flirty boy, but he's not interested. Or two, uh, he's not ready yet to do that. So I'd rather you don't do that and uh, continue the flirting. If you want to go one step further, just uh, you know, touch his arm you know, very lightly for two seconds or touch his hand. Any touch of the arm or the end by a woman is kind of a signal these days that we can engage a conversation that is a bit more personal. So that's what you can do. Don't give him your phone number unless he asks for it. You call that next. Bonjour, Mélanie. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Mélanie. What's going on tonight? How can I help you? I'm so flustered because I'm married, but my friend, he has a small business, and I just went to do a pickup with him recently and when I went to collect the product in his vehicle he kissed me on my neck now I totally pushed him off and I let him know that this was not okay this is not appropriate and I, I shut it down is this something that I necessarily like have to let my husband know and, and tell him because I, I told it was, there was nothing to it like I don't, didn't feel anything and I didn't let it happen really but do I need to say something well in your mind why would you want to say something to your husband about it? What would be the reason? Because I feel like if then he asked me how it went and I said it was fine, it was a lie. Okay. So um, let's reverse it. Let's say your husband, uh, a woman kissed him on the neck once. It would never happen again. Do you need to know that or you don't care? I want to know. I definitely you want to know. You who it was, okay. who she was, who thought that she could infringe on my marriage by even doing that. Like, she is clearly a woman who puts herself above me. I would want to know who she is. <laughs> and then what would you do with that information? So he tells you the story, then what do you do? I just know it, and I'm happy that he told me, and we move on. But I would just need to know that information. I would go crazy. Okay. Now, if you never knew the story, because he would never tell you, then... That would not even cross your mind. Yeah, then I'd be fine as well. Yes. So here's the thing. If you scratch this match, it's going to be a little fire coming out. Like you said, your husband's going to want to know everything, right? Yeah. I it can also be twisted in a way that was going to, for you because there's no witness. So it's going to be your word against his, right? Yeah. So... I'm not going to tell you what to do, but I'm going to ask you a final question. Let's see what you would say. If the same story happened to your best girlfriend, would you tell her to tell that to her husband? Or would you tell her the eyes who do not see do not cry? No big deal. Forget about it. The eyes do not see do not cry. Oh, my gosh. I would tell her not to tell him because why? 
cause the problem, you know? That's it. So you can avoid that's it. That's it. That, listen, oh, my God. If How did a... you do that? <laughs> that's why I'm French. It's a French expression in philosophy. It's uh, les yeux qui ne voient pas ne pleurent pas. The eyes who do not see do not cry. And so when there is no big deal, you know, like just something inappropriate, but not like the end of the world, some people might do this. And uh, a jealous husband might drive you nuts for months for nothing. So I don't want that. That's why. Yeah. Okay. So I think we're on the same page now. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we you, absolutely are. Yes, we are. Thank you for your call and you have a good night. Thank you so much. Au revoir, Simon. Au revoir, Melanie. If you have a feel-good or romantic story you want to share with me, call the rendezvous, 855 905 8255. Bonjour, Christine. <laughs> Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Christine. So I understand you have a lovely story to share on the rendezvous. I am all ears. <laughs> I do. Okay, so uh, I've been dating someone for a few months, and uh -huh. he is obsessed with sports. Like, obsessed. Like, every game he can watch, he will watch it. Um, and I have to admit, I don't like sports at all. I kind of hate sports. Um, so there was just some golf thing happening. I guess it was like uh, called the Masters. Some I don't know. He said it was like the Super Bowl of golf. Um, and it goes on for a few days. And so I figured, okay, I'm not going to see him for a whole weekend because he just disappears when it's sports time. <laughs> um, right. So, um, and I was a little bit bummed because I just got promoted at work and I, I was hoping we'd get to celebrate together. Um, and then that Friday he called me and he's like, Hey, I need you to come over. And I'm like, Oh no, that didn't, his voice just sounded really like upset. And I thought, Oh no, is he going to break up with me? Okay. Um, and so I go over and when I get there, he looks pretty somber. And then I was like, what's up? Why aren't you watching golf? And he turned on the TV and he was like, I actually don't get that channel anymore. I'm like, what do you mean? Isn't it on like a lot oh. of channels? And he said he blocked all of them. He blocked all the channels except the Hallmark channel. <laughs> oh, for real? I know. Yeah. He knows I love it. And so he was like, we're going to just celebrate you tonight and we'll watch as many Hallmark movies as you want. And it was just so sweet and thoughtful. I couldn't believe he gave up watching this game because apparently it's a big deal. So it was just so sweet. How, how did that make you feel? It made me feel really loved and special and like he really cared, you know, like if he could give something up like that, it, it I think it bodes well for other relationship things since, you know, like I mean, I've never been married, but I hear that it's all about negotiation and sacrifice. So I feel like this is a good sign for the long term. Definitely. Well, listen, Christine, thank you so much for sharing that lovely story. I, I liked it a lot. I think it was very sweet. So thank you for that. And you have a good night. Thank you, Simon. Coming up, let's go listen to Lauren's voicemail because her guy and her don't have the exact same timing when it comes to ooh-la-la, and she needs help. So uh, her voicemail is next. So let's take a listen to uh, Lauren's uh, voicemail. Here it comes. Bonjour, Simon. Um, this is Lauren, and I've been dating this guy. You know, we met on Hinge, and everything's going pretty well. We've been dating for six months now and everything's pretty good as far as chemistry but like when, whenever he uh, you know wants the ooh la la uh, I'm always down and I'm always willing to give him the ooh la la um, but 
whenever I want the ooh-la-la, he is not interested. So I just wanted to know what your take on it was. And uh, I, I really love your show, Simon. I listen to it all the time. And I, I just thank you so much. Thank you very much for the kind words. Uh, first of all, Kristen, listening to The Rendezvous. Uh, yes, what should you do if you're not in the same time frame when it comes to ulala and your partner, when he's not ready, doesn't want to have ulala with you, but you do when he's ready? So what should you do? I'll tell you that next. So Lorraine left me a voicemail with an interesting question. What should you do if you like her? Meaning, you like to ulala with your partner, so when he's in the mood or he's ready, you know, you give him the ulala. But then when you want the ulala, he's not interested. What should you do? Here's my advice. Talk about it. Because it's not one way. Good ulala is never one way, by the way. It's like love. It's like it has to be both ways. Otherwise, if you accept, which I call the unacceptable timetable of when you want me, I'm ready. But when I want you, you don't want me. That doesn't work. And I think then you have to really change boyfriend, Lauren. So let's give you a chance to understand that this is not the way to go. It's just you're not an object in the sense of, you know, when he's ready, well, here you are. You're not on command. You're not a partner on command, Lauren. So have a conversation. If he doesn't understand, I'm suggesting that maybe you need another boyfriend because that's a big deal breaker for me. You call the next. Bonjour, René. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, René. What's going on with your partner? How can I help you? So, um, Simon, I've been dating a man for about a year now. And mm-hmm. there's something really odd with our relationship. Um, I've never seen his feet. He's never well, what do you taken mean? Off. Yes, he's never taken off his socks around me. So I kind of thought, okay, maybe this is just some random thing, but now it's just like too much. He's worrying me like, what am I going to see? Like, why is it such a big secret? Okay. I'm not an expert on that field, the, the feet thing, but I, he I, must be having an anxiety of some kind, um, deformation, uh, birth problems, scars, but you can't go to the shower with him. I mean, you could also... Mm-mm. No, okay. and he locks the door when he's in the bathroom. So he has an anxiety. We have to respect that. So I, I would, yeah. I would, I would ask him what's going on. I think it's it's a legitimate question to ask. I, I would not be afraid of it. I think you know it's it's what it is. Um, yeah. It's probably something that he's he's embarrassed about. And I'm not thinking so much dirt and all this. I think maybe you know there's malformation from this or that or use, and some people have kind of a. You know, like you think people are only shy about the nudity, but there's some people are shy about other things that we don't mm-hmm. think would be a big deal, but for them it is. So I think it'd be great you talk about it. Yeah, and I was afraid that something like that would come up, some sort of abuse or, you know, that I was going to bring up and I didn't want to do that to him. But it's kind of now a problem yeah. with me. Yeah, you did. listen, um, you, you you ask him tomorrow. He said, you know, uh, at the right time, you know, maybe after, you know, you know, watch a movie or a romantic or a meal, something, just so is that is. He said, this, I, I meant to ask you, and I, I, with all respect and, and, and love, but what's going on with, with the feet? Yeah. I think it's a good thing to ask very kindly. And then um, 
if he blocks and he doesn't want to answer, then you know you know that this is an anxiety level that you have to reflect on yourself. How do you feel about that? Because you tell him sooner or later I'm going to see them. So yeah, exactly. You know, yeah, That's how I he feel said, like sooner or later something is going to happen where you're going to have to take your socks off or somehow we're going to. Or you'll take them off. Why you ooh la la? Hop, busted. <laughs> he doesn't want to. Well, but, you know, but you can make him lose his concentration with the, and then, hop, you grab the socks off. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my so, God. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, no, I I, I'm just kidding. That. Yeah, you could try that. But first, have a conversation and, and respectfully yeah. ask him what's going on, okay? Okay. Thank you, Simon. Anytime. Good luck to you and have a good night, René. Good night, Simon. Let's finish the show with this question. If your partner asked you to send them ulala pictures, would you do it or not? Let's talk about that next. If your partner asked you to send them ulala pictures, would you do it? Hmm. So I posted that on my social media. You know the drill at Monday Radio. 73% of you voted yes, I would send ulala pictures to my partner. 27% of you voted, no, I would not send any Ulala pictures to my partner. Interesting. Um, I can't talk for everybody, but I feel when you're in a partnership, in a relationship, in a marriage, if you don't keep the fire warm, it's going to get cool and then cold and then distant. So keep that in mind. <laughs> Thank you so much for being with me tonight, though. Thank you very, very much for spending this late night with me. I enjoyed it. I hope you did, too. Bonsoir. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.